and welcome to another episode of Things and Stuff, the show where we talk about things and stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, alongside my best friend and co-host, but this time not my best friend, Alex. This is Keegan Rogers. Saw dude. Um, Alex, again, will not be joining us today, but we have a special guest host uh, joining us, Keegan Rogers. Um, you might have heard him on the last episode talking about things we've gotten interested in to or obsessed with lately. Um, and as I always like to start, start the show with, Keegan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it's I thought, hot. I, it's really hot. It's super humid in here. Yeah. It's not just yeah. in here, just in like in town. Like, this last week has just been too hot. I regret wearing I jeans like here. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. Uh, yeah. Milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad choice. Um, yeah, it's a little bit too hot. Um, but we'll we'll make we'll make it's it's also late. It's like nine thirty and it's still very hot. Anyway, Gigan, enough with the pleasantries. We have serious <laughs> stuff to get to. There classified stuff perhaps yes um what i wanted to talk, so i'm gonna let you got the listener behind the curtain a little bit um after recording to this show keegan and i are about to go see mission impossible 6 i'm pretty stoked about it i'm stoked too in that same vein or in honor of we decided do you know what we should talk about today we should talk about spies what about spies i don't know anything and everything about <laughs> spies because there are so many like i think i want to go more on the We'll start in the movie aspect because there's a lot of tropes and stuff. I just want to talk about. It. I like that. Let's we'll start right. there. But then I kind of want to because there's been some really sketchy real life spy stuff going on. Kind, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of scared right now. And so maybe we need to address that too later on in the show. <laughs> yeah, let's. let's Keegan, you almost knocked your water over twice. <laughs> that's two, almost two episodes in a row. Um, but yes. So first, spies. In honor of, we have Mission Impossible spy movie. One of the greatest. What's what's after a trilogy when it's six movies? We'll say we'll call it a franchise. Double trilogy. Greatest, we'll call it a, one of the greatest f- movie franchises. One of my favorite movie franchises. They're not all great movies, but they're just all fun movies, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we have one of yours and one of my favorite spy. Well, not even favorite spy. Favorite just movie franchises. The Bourne series. I th- I did not think you were going to say that, but I do like the Jason Bourne series. It was one of your favorite. It was one of my favorites. I I thought you were going to go a different. But route. then I, the I, most I, prestigious I, and long lasting of the obviously what everybody's thinking about is the Bond series. I don't even know what you would call it at this point. It's, not it's a, just like, James Bond. Yeah. He, he's the guy. He's yeah. the spy. Um. So I I guess where I'll start is what do you like about these different spy characters? What do they do well and what do they do poorly? Well, I'm going to start with James Bond because he's my favorite spy. He's mm-hmm. the top dog in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the thing, obviously, I think the biggest thing about James Bond is he's he's got a swagger. Mm-hmm. He's got the swagger, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about someone like James Bond. You don't see that necessarily with James or Jason Bourne. What's <laughs> What's the guy's name? What's his name in Michigan? Ethan Hunt. I almost Ethan, forgot about it, but uh, I got yeah. it. Ethan Hunt. They don't. They don't have the same swagger, mm-hmm. but it's just different. They get though. the job done. They get the job done, but James Bond kind of does it with a little bit of swag, mm-hmm. suave. What? What I okay. I'll let you continue before I yeah. go into my diatribe it, it, about it. I think that sort of stuff brings a little bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have a lot of confidence if you're a spy, because mm-hmm. if you don't, then uh, <coughs> I think you're in trouble behind enemy lines. So I think having that sort of confidence, like, do you think that's what, what makes a good spy? What makes a good spy to you? Okay. Well, I will tell you right off the bat, while I love James Bond, I feel like his persona has not aged well because, so the womanizer, like suave spy, it's just not something that has resonated as of late. I feel like the fact that 
everybody knows who he is. Like, that's not a very good spy. Yeah. yeah. James Bond. James Bond. Like, James? Oh, you're the James? spy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everybody knows who he is. So, like, his reputation precedes him, clearly. He does have this, like, cool swag about him. But I feel like, like, in on one hand, I feel like it hasn't aged well. Yeah, I can, um, I can and I feel that. like um, a lot of the cool things about him, um, some of, like, for, first of all, I think you're talking about, um, like, the not just the arrogance but like how he holds himself i feel like yeah. that's that's one characteristic but the things that he does well i feel like jason bourne um from a sleuthing aspect does better does as well if not better and then ethan hunt he has this like um like he just is crazy and just gets this stuff. like he has the, he the does, action is he i guess does what, the impossible the, yeah the action is what i think is uh like cooler in that series um what I will say, I feel like I, you can't take away from the Bond series because it really paved the way for this, and they oh, yeah. they yeah. just modernized it with the Bourne series and with uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, tried to take a different aspects of it. But your your question was, what do I think? What what makes a good spy? What what makes a spy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for these movies, at least, I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. What yeah. makes a good spy is I feel like they have to have um, like the mission. And mostly the bad guy has to be like, there has to be a nefarious villain, like it, like who has like some like seriousness that has to be dealt with in a covert manner. And that's what I would say. Okay. And I feel like, um, because of that, I feel like consistently the Bourne movies have had like a better villain like throughout and it's kind of like the villain of born is a corrupt American CIA like the a, D government like, like yeah. everyone yeah yeah he's just trying to not be a spy anymore and they are like no we got to kill you and so then he's just trying to fight the power man yeah so I think that that one is that one's a very compelling storyline um James Bond I feel like they've been getting better as the movies are like as more present movies mm-hmm. but it was like oh like there's they were really outlandish you know before like they've been getting more yeah, outland outlandish is. I mean, you could say that about the Mission Impossible movies too, can't you? At least the latest ones. The, okay, so the latest two. Well, okay, so f- um, the f- Ghost Nation or Ghost Protocol. Sorry, not Ghost Nation. Ghost Protocol is Ghost Nation. The, the, that's the fifth one, right? Ghost Protocol is the fifth one. The, what's the fourth one? Fallout. That's one. Okay. Ghost Protocol has the as I was just telling you has the same storyline as uh, James Bond's Spectre. Mm. Um, it's just done, in my opinion, a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but so I don't think that one's outlandish. And then they're both about like a secret shadow organization within the government. Um, and um, so I, I can't speak to this next one because we haven't we seen, haven't it, seen yet. it yet. But I feel like the second one, the second Mission Impossible is the one that was the most James Bond-like in its villain. Like yeah, yeah. evil villain, evil villain yeah. lair. Um, but I feel like James Bond has also gotten better about it, too, about trying to have more realistic villains. Yeah. So I would say that is what makes a good spy is having, like, this mission that has to be done covertly or whatever. Or only this person can do it. Yeah. I think that's what makes a good action hero is, like, the only this guy can has, like, the intelligence and the ability to do um, these things. Do you think you'd be a good spy? Oh, absolutely not. I'd I'd be terrible. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Think I, I'd be I, awful. No contest. I would. I don't think I'd be a good spy. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I'd be awful. There, there's nothing. <laughs> I I can't even hurt a fly. I can't even spy on a fly. Okay, but to answer a adjacent question to your previous one, 
not just what makes a good spy. What makes a good spy movie? I think you could say a little bit of answer A, which is a villain, a good villain. But you could say that about any movie. What makes a good anti movie is having a compelling antagonist, right? What I think makes a good spy movie is it has to have that iconic action set piece. You know? Yeah. So, okay. Something that you can take away. So I think what people mostly take away from the new James Bond movies is their, their really cool intros with the music. Oh, yeah. I love those intros. And what people... There's... Like, I feel like if you think about the Bourne movies, like, it all kind of melds together because they have that, like, bluish tone and, yeah. like, or that, like, little colder tone. And you're kind of like, which movie was that one in? <laughs> but you always remember the, da 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 like, the music, yeah, like, yeah. The, the tone at the end. You're like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. But every single Mission Impossible movie has one stunt that is just ridiculous that and only Tom Cruise did. I was going to say, it's only Tom Cruise, too. Yes. Like some people, I think, some, like will just buy the ticket. Like, what on earth did he do in this movie? Yeah, like, one, he, he's hanging out of a he, plane. He one grabbed he, onto a plane and f- took off. Yeah, what? Yeah, and that was just in the beginning. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> and then there was another one. He climbs like the tallest skyscraper in Dubai. Like, that's, free climbs that the, it. That's the fourth one. Yeah, that's yeah. in Fallout. Yeah, and then he's like riding from like he rock free climbs. This it's just crazy stuff. Motorcycle stuff. Yeah. I don't know. There's, in, in the preview for this one, he's like jumping onto a helicopter that's taking off and he like holds onto the rope mm-hmm. if i remember correctly yeah. it's yeah it's that guy's be, insane it's gonna be pretty cool he's like the craziest 50 year old ever i've ever seen in my entire life um i don't want to put you on the spot so i don't know if you have a favorite of these um m- movie out of any of these these um so i guess i'll we can uh, i'll let you think i'll let that think, sit with you for okay. a second um but what do you think i guess this goes to the realistic question what do you think is the scariest aspect of the spy nature? I think the fact that it, that person must blend in and does blend in. like mm-hmm. you, for Which is why I think James Bond doesn't blend in. He's always wearing a tuxedo. Okay, like well, let's take away James Bond for a second, though. Like Jason Bourne, he speaks like nine different languages fluently. That's when it became most realistic to me. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, like these guys are like on the ground. Like they are, they have to like be like just blended. Yeah. It, and also with Jason Bourne, he like obviously had that accident where he got shot and he lost mm-hmm. his memory. Imagine if he had memory though. Like he's doing these crazy things like without even knowing it. Like he'll jump a car. He'll take like in the it's first. all second nature. Like, yeah. He's just like, like destroys these two cops in the opening scene of the first one. He just like takes them out and he's like, <gasps> How did I do that? Like, what just happened? Like, mm-hmm. he kind of, like, blacked out for a second. Like, yeah. the fact that they have that sort of training and that sort of intellect to do that with it's – just it's like they're machines. Like, they're trained to be What's machines. crazy is just like that. They are – like, they're, they're, they're not just the most physically gifted people who can, like, like hand-to-hand combat or just any type of combat, but they have to be some of the smartest people. Yeah. Like, it, And that's the crazy thing. Like, they, they – only have to resort to that as a last resort. So imagine what they've put all of their focus into, which is like gaining intelligence or sp- like legitimately spying on someone, tailing someone. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like um, James Bond made good spy movies and like, oh, this is very like this is interesting to watch. Whereas um, what I loved about the like as a kid watching the Jason Bourne movies is that it took you behind the curtain to like this is what they would have to do. Like in yeah. one of the scenes, he he's like telling the girl he's with, he was like. I know that the most threatening person in here is that guy who's over there. He's 315 pounds. And he's carrying a gun in his right-hand pocket. He's yeah. left-handed. And he's like, I know that at this altitude, I can flat-out sprint for 15 minutes without, like, but, like, <sighs> he's like, I know the license plate numbers of the four cars out there, the fastest exit. He's, like, just going off. I'm like, 
that's crazy like all the things you have to think about when you enter a room and like it takes it made you a little bit more in the zone i believe it's the second one where clive owen mm-hmm. clive owens in that yeah and he's trying to take out jason Bourne and just second nature that's still the first one or, or he's talking about the the dog he's like where's your dog he's like oh is, the dog's never out of the house he goes we have to leave now like <laughs> he just had that that mindset like something's not right which means someone's trying to kill me where's this guy that's where i would be and then he just you know shoots that oil tank or whatever and just yeah. explodes and it's it's crazy that someone would have and i th- do you think that how realistic do you think that was our next segue <laughs> <laughs> how like how many jason borns in real life are here today how, wh- like do you think there is a jason born esque i think that there are several black ops agents 100% that are like legitimately uh, do this type of stuff I, I, maybe not to like the obviously like extreme, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. Like, I, I think that there are some. And I feel like there were a lot more before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like everyone in the world kind of toned it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they might just have been, like, they might be more covert now. Like, um, whereas they might have been more Jason Bourne esque. I think that now they're more cyber focused. Yeah. Like, so, like, the intelligence community is now more focused on how. Like they don't have to har- put themselves in harm's way that, that much physically anymore. I feel yeah. like so. There's a lot of I feel like um, Trojan horses in the in the fact of yeah. like making secure drops or whatever, like making so that you get data. I feel like that's the biggest mm. the biggest commodity right now is data and yeah. so like learning what everybody else knows and stuff, which it was done differently yeah. back then. I feel and like if, now and if it is so. different from now than it was like twenty thirty years, like twenty years ago, there's like no one with. Had, no one had cameras and video phones mm-hmm. in their pocket. Now, surveillance is everywhere. Like in mm-hmm. London or whatever, they have the what did they have the cameras mm-hmm. on every street corner? Mm-hmm. Like, good luck if you're a spy. Good yeah. luck in that. Well, I think area. that that it just makes it more focused on hackers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's more of like a backdoor away from the public eye type of thing. Yeah. Whereas like way back in the day, like I could just this, walk down the street. This makes us go back into that scary territory we were talking about, about how like Russian spies were like dying. And like, it was just like, <laughs> I'm like Alex and I were talking about this. I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we're like, that's actually, that's legitimately scary. Like yeah. ex Russian spies. First of all, there's no such thing as ex Russian spy because that means they're like, Oh, we got to end. We got to terminate. All this. I'm not a spy anymore. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, good luck with that. They're like, sorry, your your knowledge is too precious, and then they just like, oh, that was scary. That yeah, and it's just like it like makes you kind of snap out of like you're like, oh man, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it, we I think Russian spies get a lot, like a lot of heat. You don't really hear about American spies, I don't think. You hear about well, like, that's because we're in America, so America always makes us like ourselves look like the good guys. Yeah, when it's like everywhere else, we're the bad guys. Yeah, yeah like if, like you or. I feel like it's funny how if you up to a certain point, the bad guy in any action movie was Russian or was a Russian spy or Russian <laughs> blah blah blah, and then it slowly started turning to Muslim terrorists. Yeah, and not so subtly or slowly, it was like, oh, so we have a new person that can be our bad guy. It doesn't have to be a Russian spy. It will be. We'll have a Muslim like a Middle Eastern terrorist, and it just became way more vague. I feel like in our action movies and stuff that's why you don't hear a lot about american spies whereas we're pr- the biggest proponent we have probably the most <laughs> yeah to, you know i think you hear more like our spy planes we have a lot of spy planes that get shot uh-huh. down all the time i'm just like ah it's just don't worry about that that's just a spy plane that yeah don't worry about it but like you hear them get shot down all the time so maybe it's more of like maybe spies are becoming like obsolete kind of in a sense and like they're becoming legitimately machines like they're just becoming i don't know um Commodity. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
But yeah, I think that um, we definitely ha- are just as bad as the next guys in how things are done, probably in, in that regard. Yeah. And um, have just as many. Yeah. If not more. I think one thing that we didn't touch on in movie elements mm-hmm. about spies, I think another thing that makes a good spy is their background in the sense that we don't know who these people are. Like, yeah. think about like Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall is the first time we kind of started to see who James Bond was was like mm-hmm. you go to his spoilers they go to his childhood home and mm-hmm. he meets his caretaker or sees his caretaker again mm-hmm. I forget he was name. an orphan they always have like this really um difficult past yeah or know? no past like jason Bourne had to forget his entire like they trained him well to you, forget you know his past. you know that he was a marine and he volunteered to be in this program and then from then on you're just like like you don't yeah. know anything more but, than that yeah but then the cinema aspect is just like they just take it away there's mm-hmm. like yeah we'll just come back to it later speaking <laughs> of have you seen okay so um there was okay what's the born movie with jeremy renner uh first off i didn't like that one but uh uh, oh what's it called born i don't remember i don't know it was the worst one it was so bad it was i hated bad they like took all the good aspects of it and just made it a bad movie it was not good okay have you seen the latest porn movie? I have not. I'm Neither have I. I well, that's what we should. Oh, <laughs> well, we still want to see Mission Impossible. So we uh, like. So I wanted to go see it with Natalie, and we wanted to see it with Alex and Erica. Right? Erica, I'm pretty sure had seen all of the porn movies. Mm. Natalie had not. So we started marathoning them. I with think her. you told me. So yeah, I'm pretty sure we got through all the good porn, all like the three of them. And then it was just too like by that time we had already like <laughs> up. It's been out of theaters for too long. I'm like ah, it's kind of like it's on HBO right now, but like ah, I don't know. Yeah, I need to go watch it. I I heard decent things about it. Yeah, for me, for me, too. it ended after Ultimatum. Like after Ultimatum, I was they like, they finished the story. Right? Yeah, no. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, so like you, you got yeah. it. You know. Yeah, I like Jason. Which which one's your favorite? You like Mission Impossible the most? No. So this is why it's tricky. Yeah. This is why there's the three of them. So the born trilogy i think is one of the best trilogies the most fun it's like the mo- or not the most fun but it's like the most in my mind like like we had just talked about it's like a realistic spy movie it's like a up-to-date but it's also it gives you a lot of insight it has better character development i feel like mm. i think it's more interesting than james bond you know james bond to your point has is like he is the character he's like a com like james bond is James Bond like he's yeah. a comic book character? He's like he has all the cool gadget. Like everybody has these cool gadgets, but he is the guy that started it all, kind of. You yeah. know, um, he is what you think about when you think of a spy. But, but, <laughs> Ethan Hunt in the Mission Impossible series is the most fun to watch. They're just they're the most fun movies. They had to take a little bit of the more realistic aspects, asterisks mm. from Bourne, and then they kind of like. We'll take some of that, but then we're just going to kind of throw that out the window and just be a really fun movie. Like, they're just yeah, yeah. a really fun action movie. I feel like they're... Um, uh, I saw somewhere that they are the Fast and Furious of spy movies. I was about to say, if you for, if you have six of them or whatever it yeah. is, it, that's a good start. But, yeah. like, I definitely agree. Like, they... Those are always they know movies. they know what they are too. Yeah, they, I yeah. feel like in the like from three, four, five, six is when they started. Re- like, they that's when they, like one set the foundation. Two went away from the foundation yeah, let's go back three to number one yeah be- became there's like oh wait this can be really cool and intriguing and then like the four became the fast and furious movie yeah and then five and six i feel like is when they're kind of being like oh we, we know what we are yeah we, we got this yeah i like those movies I'm, I'm glad you're gonna make me 
get back into it now. Yeah. So we're, we're so Keegan hasn't seen the fifth movie yet. I have not seen the fifth. So we yeah. are going to go see the sixth one anyways, and then we are going to. Uh, he's going to come back and have to watch the fifth one. So, yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah, two bucks or whatever it is. Hopefully, watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, it's great. You'll yeah, you'll thoroughly enjoy. It. I might watch it tomorrow night anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good movie. It is. Good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I guess we don't really have too much more to add on the spy. And we talked about a little bit. Uh, as much as I would talk about real spies, I don't really know much more. I feel like we talked about like the data and surveillance is what's kind of becoming more creepy and that they, they probably don't need to do as much spy stuff because what you said, everybody has these phones and everybody's kind of like opting into all these different things. Um, so that's as much as the real aspect. But as far as what makes a good spy movie, you got to have a compelling villain. You have to have a great action set piece. And um, I feel like those were the two most iconic things we have. One makes it more seem more grounded and one like makes it that cool action movie. Yeah. But that can be said about a lot of different things. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, tell us what your favorite spy movie is, what oh, we yeah. missed on the best, um, uh, what we missed about the best features of a, um, spy movie. What makes the best films? What makes it more realistic? You can send all those things to say your thing at gmail.com. Um, this was a fun show. It was a quick yeah, show, it was good. but I feel like we talked, we hit all the things that we needed to, you know? Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. I'm excited for the movie. Yeah. It's getting me really excited. for. Oh uh, yeah. Now. Let's, let's get, let's, let's wrap this up so we can go. As always, <laughs> this has been the things and stuff podcast. You can follow me at Jeremy underscore one. You can follow Keegan at Keegan Rogers zero zero. And you can follow the show at things stuff pod. That's things stuff pod things and stuff posts each and every Monday. So we'll see you here next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.